This is Movies First with Alex First. It's been a while between drinks. Bad Boys 2 came out in 2003, five years after the original. And that extended break can spell danger. But Will Smith and Martin Lawrence still have unmistakable chemistry. With a high-octane script, plenty of action, twists of plenty and no shortage of good humour, Bad Boys for Life is an unexpected winner. I say unexpected because I approached it with relatively low expectations, which were well and truly exceeded. Sure, it's violent, but it's also fun and entertaining. Smith and Lawrence return in two of their signature roles as Detectives Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett. With the birth of his first grandson, Burnett is ready to retire, something he's been threatening to do for some time. Not so perpetually single Lowry, who drives a sexy new Porsche at hyper-speed through the streets of Miami and craves the adrenaline rush that comes with the job. Also, the last thing he wants Burnett to do is to opt out. But then things go haywire. A dangerous Mexican woman, Isabella Ritas, played by Kate de Castillo, who Lowry helped ensnare and incarcerate, escapes from prison and uses her assassin son to wreak vengeance on everyone who put her there. Heading that list is Lowry, although he doesn't yet know it. Lowry's bullet-a-gate approach doesn't reconcile with a new police unit known as AMO, Advanced Miami Metro Operations, which has introduced high-tech investigative tactics to the Miami PD. Although it's the brainchild of risk-averse Captain Howard, Joe Pantoliano, its on-the-ground functionality is the domain of former Lowry flame and fellow cop Rita, Paula Nunez, who effectively runs the show. With her is a specially trained new breed, not all of whom Lowry sees eye to eye with. Lawrence is outstanding as the more sedate of the partners. He has a great sense of comic timing throughout and is gifted some choice one-liners. Smith is comfortable in his alpha male role and there's definitely a smouldering intensity in his interplay with Rita, who's tasked with keeping him under control. An impossibility, of course. I also really enjoyed Pantoliano's performance as the bad boy's highly strung commanding officer who knows he's in for a rocky ride every time he has to deal with Lowry in particular. Rita's three-strong team adds flavour and tension to the relationship between her and Lowry. Movies First with Alex First. Much of Bad Boys for Life's success comes down to the writing and direction, which differs from when we last visited the Opposites Attract duo. The screenplay is the work of Chris Bremner, Peter Craig, who was responsible for The Town, and Joe Carnahan, The Grey, with direction from Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fuller. The film is also visually strong and engaging. The director of photography is Robrecht Havert, with whom the directors had previously worked. This third episode can certainly be seen and appreciated without having seen the earlier two, but for those who have, it turns out to be a welcome return to the franchise, with a fourth instalment on the way. It scores a a 7.5 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.